What's up, everybody? It is Thursday, May 28th, 2015, and you are listening to yet another episode of the Talking Games Podcast. My name is Justin Townsend. And I am Rob Newmeyer. And it is just Rob and me. Just the two of us. Yeah. It's like an episode of Backup Stories. <laughs> an extended episode of Backup Stories. But yeah, Steve is in uh, Canada still, uh, dealing with some stuff there. Uh, J- Jackie had had some Luke emergencies to, to attend to. to. Yes. And, uh, and we're just going to chill and, and talk today. I like that idea. I like that idea a lot. Yeah. So what you been up to? Well, I, baby watch 2015 continues, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't believe it. my guess was a week ago. Last, like last Tuesday is when I thought that baby was coming. Nope. 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 Still waiting. Uh, we actually just came back from an appointment uh, not an hour ago, and they're like, "Yeah, it doesn't really seem like he's uh, he's on the way yet." And so they're like, "Oh, how would you like to start scheduling a C-section?" My wife was like instantly crying her eyes out. Ah, oh. so we're gonna wait and see what happens. They gave us like a tentative date uh, for that to happen, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll just cross our fingers and hope for the best. Otherwise, no. Uh- no, I won't get into it. All right. <laughs> but still, uh, I, it's going to turn out fine. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's going to be totally fine. Uh, she had a C-section the last time, so it'll mm. it'll be all right. But, you know, she was hopeful that it wasn't going to go this way. And so, I mean, we still have a couple of days. So, fingers crossed that he decides to make an appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Just just follow the doctor's orders. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> See how that goes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, besides all that, um, you do anything Memorial day? I did a lot of things Memorial day weekend. Uh, my sister's visiting from Texas cause mm-hmm. she came like a week and a half ago expecting him to be here early. And so we're running out of time that way. Cause she has to go back to Texas in like a week. Um, but besides that, um, we actually, uh, we met up with our good friend, Nick. Oh really? Yeah. Nick, um, when we had our, um, listener meet up to play destiny the way back when in october you started playing with uh with this guy named nick and mm-hmm. he became a good friend of both of ours and uh he had a wedding down here just so happened this weekend and so him and a friend came down for a wedding and they met up with us on sunday before the wedding and we convinced them that they were probably going to be too drunk to go to the wedding yeah we, we they didn't miss the wedding they didn't though, miss did the they? wedding oh, okay. first of all there's gonna be like free food and stuff so nick was like there's no way i'm missing all this free food and open bar yeah yeah uh but what we had was we had like our big destiny group um the same amount of guys that have been playing with nick every day and uh, girl uh yeah and well and jackie as well uh you know we've been playing with them since um since the de- since pretty much since destiny came out mm-hmm. and so they all wanted to meet him so we, we all met up and then after the wedding uh, we went down into Patchogue, which is a nice town down here that you can walk around and lots of bars. And uh, some of us met back up afterwards and uh, some drinks were had and lots of good times ensued. Lots of laughing and, and making fun of everybody, which is always a good time, which is how pretty much. That, that's our, what our, it is on the mic. anyway. Yeah, that's what it is on the mic anyway. Uh-huh. No, that that's really cool that, that he got to come down and, you know, chill with everyone. That's yeah. how it's going to be for, for Comic-Con. Yeah. So. Uh, and a couple of other guys that we were friends with. Uh, they weren't able to come down this time, but like Andy and stuff, they'll be coming up for Comic Con, and there's going to be another big meetup after Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you know Talking Comics is going to be doing their meetup, and we'll probably be involved in, with some of that. Yeah, um, I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we'll you know we'll, we'll do a Talking Games one as well, or just merge them all together. A backup stories one. We'll just merge all of them together. That that seems like the right thing to do. Yeah. So yeah, if if anyone's in 
in like the tri-state area or, or surrounding like like early October in the city where we're going to be. And come on down and party. Meeting up. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jackie won't make us leave early this time. Oh. Oh, yeah. She had to run and catch the train, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That was so it was, weird. It was, it was bad because everybody had gotten there. We had gotten there early and like nobody showed up for a while. And it mm-hmm. was just like, I was like, I, I was like, oh, maybe just like the word didn't get out all of a sudden or anything. And then. Jackie had the Jackie's like, oh, I have to, I kind of have to go, and I forget either I was her ride or she was my ride or I, Hugh, I can't remember what, what the details were, but we had to go, and then people started showing up. But thankfully, some of the crew from Zalkin Comics showed up, and uh, they were able to save the day for us. Huzzah! What about you? What'd you do over the weekend? Uh, no, I had one little like family barbecue that I had a show face at. Uh, other than that, my like I, I have. Terrible, terrible insomnia, and I've learned this about you from doing backup stories with you. Ah, uh, and at least once, one time a week, there'll there'll be a night where I just do not sleep. Um, and I'm I'm not talking about like laying down and tossing and turning. I'm just saying, like, I will be awake, walking around, doing stuff, and and then morning breaks, the birds are chirping, and then I go about my day. And then I'll go to sleep that night, maybe. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, Thursday into Friday was, was just one of those nights. But then Friday into Saturday, it just continued. Like, I, I couldn't fall asleep. So, uh, this weekend was was a mess of, of no sleep. Uh, like, just craziness. I know what it's like not to get any sleep. The both uh-huh. of us take sleeping medication to sleep, so I can't imagine. No, I, I don't you take. Don't? No. Oh my god. No, 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 no. We got to get you on some sleeping meds. I, uh, see, I don't. I don't want to take anything to to put me to sleep because I know they're going to try and push some narcotic on me that mm. I, that I just don't want. So if I didn't take any sleeping meds, I would fall asleep every time we did backup stories because mm-hmm. I would just have that same thing, like stay up, you know, and I'd be playing. I've done this before where it's. You know, we talk, we joke around about it with Skyrim and stuff. I was, you'd be sitting and you'd be playing and like, oh my God, the sun's rising. And I wouldn't feel like the slightest bit tired. And I'd be like, I guess I'll go to work now. Uh-huh. And I would do that all the time. Yeah. And then eventually your body's just like, this is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Maybe yep. you should sit down for a while. Nope. That, that's the cycle that I am in. And <sighs> the game is now The Witcher. So. Well, we're going to get into that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, other than that, though, every, everything's been good. Good. Nice. Mm hmm. Next time we get the big meetup, you got to come meet us. No, I know. It's it's just fell on one of those days. Oh, where, yeah, I know. You know. Things going on, the holiday weekends, uh-huh. other commitments, lack of sleep. It all added up together. That it did. That it did. Um, so what do you want to do? You want to jump into what we've been playing? Yeah, I guess we'll do that. I mean, without Steve and Jackie here, we're, you know. We'll stretch. Don't worry. We'll stretch it out. <laughs> Well, I mean, we, we, there's been two big games that, you know, well, not even big games are been released. The Witcher is a huge game that's been released. Yeah. But besides that, there really hasn't been a lot. I mean, Destiny came out with their big expansion. And so I've been playing a lot of Destiny. Okay. I so have The Witcher in my PS3. I got but the day The Witcher came out. PS4. I, I got it, but my PS4. Yeah. I got it. I stuck it in my, uh, I stuck it in my PS4. I'm like, I'm going to play this. And then I turned on Destiny and started playing that. But I want to talk more about The Witcher because I haven't played any of it. And I hear everybody raving about it. Yeah. So tell me where you're at with it. <clears throat> uh, I think I'm about 20 hours into the game. Um, and instead of, I think I'll, I'll go into my little nitpicky things, like, like stuff that I would like to see changed, I guess you could say. Um, 
there is some horse mechanics that that absolutely drive me insane. All right, you and me, I, please tell me about these horse mechanics. Uh-huh. And, and now I'm, I'm interested. I'm talking like you're on your horse, you're riding, and like let's say you're walking down steps that are on just like a little hill. You, the horse doesn't want to turn off the steps, like because sometimes you just want to go down the steps and they're like turn and run across the hill. Okay, so it's like he's hitting an invisible wall all the way down the steps. Oh, I see. So you're like locked onto the steps when you're there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's almost like you, like the steps are rails and you need to get down the rails before you could even you know do anything. Um, and the other thing, and this might be fault of of me or or whatever, but when you're running to points of interest on the map uh you'll easily come across cliffs or broken bridges and roach does not like uh to to drop off of cliffs uh that's the name of the horse okay um so so you come to an abrupt halt and then spend like 10 minutes trying to find a way around um like that obviously isn't nitpicky that's just annoying and i guess i should just follow paths but I like to run into the world, you know, into the wilderness. I like and, to run on the fields. Yeah, yeah, because you come across weird stuff. I found like some of my most powerful weapons just randomly walking through parts on the, on the map that I probably shouldn't even be around. So, how much of the map have you explored in twenty hours? Barely anything. Barely. That's terrifying. Barely anything. Oh, that's terrifying. Uh, maybe an, an eighth of the map, and I'm saying like. I'm I'm playing this one like I go into to the, any new town I come across. I'll go right up to the to the jobs board. Okay. I'll pick up whatever missions are there and then you click on all the other little notices and some of them could possibly put points of interest on your map. And that's basically when you open your map, you'll see a question mark somewhere. And that could be like a bandit camp, that could be maybe a little cave or uh, a treasure chest or an altar of power so you can get some skill points. So you want to check out all of these areas because you'll find good loot, you'll get experience points, and you know it just opens up your gameplay. Um, and especially if you're playing on harder modes, uh, you're going to need those experience points because... What are you playing on right now? I am playing on normal. Uh, that's a step up from easy. Okay. Um, Hard is is hard. The blood and bones. It, it is. It's hard. Well, I, I know. I've heard that. I uh-huh. you know friends of ours have have been playing it or on hard, and they were like, I think I need to actually. Come I had down to drop down. It. I did. I did because I mean, the first. Uh, let's see. The first chain of quests. Let's say like up until the Griffin. Everyone knows the Griffin is like the first big thing. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> along that time, I stayed hard. On hard mode, not I stayed hard. <laughs> I stayed on hard mode that whole time, and I, I probably died a good twenty times. Yikes! And I mean, I don't, I don't mind it. It's just that if you forget to save, there are some, you know, cinematics you might have to sit through again. You can't or, skip the cinematics. No, you can, but it's it's annoying. Like it's spacebar, spacebar, yeah, yeah, spacebar, yeah, 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 yeah. spacebar. Um, so cinematics or or dialogue chains or even like a five minute travel that you took to get there so can you do a skyrim and just auto save anywhere you want in this game 
on PC, yes. I don't know about console. Like I could hit F five and, <sighs> and auto save. I really hope that's a feature uh-huh. on like, console. You could oh you could definitely hit start and then go to save and then save, yes. But I, you, I so don't you can know. save anywhere on the map. It doesn't oh, yes, have to be yes, like yes, right yes. after a checkpoint or anything. Excellent. No. Because no. that was with Skyrim. Skyrim you could just pretty much save. I thought anywhere you were asking if there's like a specific button combo oh, that you no, could press. No, no. They should add that though. That would be cool. That would be <laughs> kinda nice. Um I used to go around in Skyrim and forget to save sometimes. Oh, it's the worst. And I would die, and I'd be like, oh, no, where am I? And I would start all the way back at the beginning of the dungeon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, three-quarters of the way through, and I'd be like, I can't believe I did that. I must save. And then, like, religiously, you're like, every 10 minutes, I'm going to save the game. And then, like, you do that for the first hour, and then on your second hour, you forget about it all over again. Yeah, that that's not fun. So, I mean, if I, if I were to add up, like, through those 20 deaths and the couple that have occurred since, uh, it's a good probably 45 minutes of time backtracking or just trying to get back where you were. How's the combat treating you? Combat is beautiful. Uh, it's very fluid um, and it just feels feels natural. Okay. Uh, just rolling and dodging, uh, casting your your spells. You know, my, everything everything is, is nice and fluid to me. My only reference of any of the Witcher games is the two or three hours I played of The Witcher 2. Nothing, nothing like really. Okay. And I've heard, well, I mean, you're playing on PC, so I've heard that this is better on the PC, but the movement is supposedly kind of wonky. Uh, the, the only thing with the movement is, like, when, when your character starts to walk, let's say, he'll, it delays for a second, he'll take a step, and then he'll be in, like, full sprint. So, so basically how every human being walks in, their, in real life. Of course, of course. Um, I wish there was, like a hold to walk button or something like that because there there's sometimes where you'll be in like a little hut and you just want to check all the nooks and crannies and use your witcher sense to see what you could loot and you're just trying to turn and like you just keep running and running and that that makes it kind of awkward but that that's really a minor gripe it hasn't gotten me killed so so you're playing on the PC version, which means mm-hmm. that you're playing probably. I mean, I mean, it's definitely the superior version of of the game. Uh, but well, no, because they've already put out two patches for this game. And I don't know if I, I think they've put out a couple of patches on Xbox. They did because they locked frame rate uh, for 30 frames per second. And I had heard Xbox. about on the console that sometimes the game chugs. And I can see, like, when you start playing, you will see why it is. It it's just massive. It just the the locale and the amount of enemies that can come at you at once and like you run through the woods and there'll be like 20 deer running next to you that's cool oh yeah it's absolutely crazy my favorite thing to do is is like just walk up a hill and watch the sunset It, it is so beautiful it's one of the like most impressive sunsets i always think that that's one of the most amazing things about games i mean Mm -hmm. it you could go on and on about the way a game looks and the graphical fidelity and the you know textures and everything, but I always find it amazing. Like just stepping back and being like, I don't understand. Like as a regular person, I don't understand how this works. Sunlight, yeah. like when you're like you're playing a game, and I think of like um, Second Son, infamous uh, infamous Second Son. Okay, there were times when the sun was setting and like you'd look up at it and it would like blind you for a second, yep. and then you'd look back down. And I always like think it's amazing. Like a computer is is doing this like that's not actually the sun in my tv that's blinding me it's just the computer like knowing like this needs to look this particular way at this particular time when the character is angled 
I, in this particular position. Like sunlight and, and lighting in games. And shadows. Yeah, yeah, totally. Fascinate me. It is. And it's just gotten to such a point now where it, it's like mind-bending at, at the stuff they could do. And this is a game... Like uh, one day you just got to stop by. Oh yeah, I plan on it. I'm 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 running everything on ultra and oh, it's got, <laughs> it looks so good. It does. It it looks it looks beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And we you may have talked about this off air and I probably on air as well. You know, I would like I would love to build a PC. Like I know mm-hmm. if I come to your house and I look at The Witcher that I'm going to want to come home immediately and drop two grand in building a PC. Like I know that that's just me. I'm going to want to do it, but I don't play enough games on it. Because I, I just like I like playing on my consoles. Like I like uh-huh. sitting on my couch and playing on my TV and collecting my trophies and achievements. And like, so Steam has achievements. I know. Don't don't tell me. Don't tell me. <laughs> you could me. hook your you could hook your tower right up to that TV. Oh, I, I, I I'm very tempted. No, I know. I know. Um, and honestly, it it is. It's a big investment. Uh, to anyone that does want to do it, just buy a part at a time. You know. You don't have to sit there and be like, okay, I need to save up $1,500 in order for this to happen. Just build your list of what you want to do and then be like, okay, this is on sale this week. The Ram's on sale. Yeah, uh, I'm going I'm to pick it up, put it aside. And as parts become available you know, to your budget, pick up that part, put it aside, and then work your way towards the build. I've always wondered why, and I'm, I'm sure that there's a great answer for this, and I'm just not smart enough to know it. But like, we just had these two new consoles come out within the last two years or whatever, right? Xbox One and PS4. And for the life of me, I never, uh, never understood why they didn't offer more choices in the SKUs. Like, why not offer a PS4 that's a thousand bucks? Like you know, here like everyone builds the game for the base model, right? So like t- like we, like with the PC, you could play The Witcher. You you can choose your settings, right? So you could build it. They built it in a way where it's like you can play it on Ultra, or you could play it on something that probably is like a five or six hundred dollar PC. Mm-hmm. But like, I never understood why PlayStation doesn't like or Xbox doesn't give you choices. And like, look, you could buy this 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 box right here. It's like four or five hundred bucks. It'll play everything fine. But if mm-hmm. you're really interested in in going all out, here's like a second option for you where you could spend. You know, a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars, and this has better parts that will, you know, make it look better. And then in four, four or five years, roll out a different one if the, if you want to. Yeah, I mean that that's what the Steam Box is going to try to do. Yeah, but so. I think with the, with the Steam Boxes, they're rolling out with how many options? Well, twenty to twenty five different it different feels companies, like different companies doing it an option. But like, mm-hmm. I think I mean, st- look, dude, look at the Atari. The Atari different companies Sears made their own Atari you know there were there were companies that made their own Ataris so. but, that, but there's also a reason Atari's not in business anymore well th- that's a huge long story yeah like but I, I, I'm just saying it 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 can happen oh and, yeah and and be viable see I, I think Steam should just have done it themselves and then created their own like here are here are three or four different options to choose from but they're just throwing their name out there on something and then letting other companies take it. Like, honestly, if you were coming to the market looking for a Steam box, like, like me, not knowing anything about, you know, building a PC for gaming, I'd look at it and be like, I have no idea. And I would just go on, like, whatever my price range was. And I'm like, I guess I'll take this one. Mm-hmm. And I know that it, and we've even had the PC show before, a ways back, where it was like, oh, you could build out a PC. I mean, you just did it yourself. So it's not like it's not like it's a super hard thing to do. But for me, like, it's always been this, like, daunting thing where it's like, I don't know which what works what works with what i mean i have friends who could point me in the right direction it's just again i find that to be so fascinating because you have your hands in a computer in a computer not on a computer 
inside working on computer parts all day long. But the thing with me is like, it's like I, I would say like repairing a car, right? Like uh-huh. another thing I have no idea about. But if you brought me, it's like you, I worked at a, a shop and I was changing oil and changing spark plugs and, you know, doing things like that where you're doing maintenance on a computer and be like, oh, like I, I, I can see here this thing's completely blown out and I got to replace it. Like that's what I do all day. But it's not like I'm looking at different parts and stuff being like, well, I could use this CPU with this motherboard. Mm-hmm. I probably uh, – there are a good amount of times I've put stuff together and the motherboard has gone up in smoke. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, well, the, this one's going to the RMA department. Away you go. I would so, love to see that. Oh, it's that's amazing. <laughs> everyone turns around and just like and laughs it has happened to me in a couple of years but i mean th- yeah when i first started there was like knock on wood yeah four or five <laughs> different motherboards that i had blown up in different ways because i uh-huh. wasn't completely paying attention to everything i was doing that's funny that's funny now back to the witcher mm-hmm. i forget have you played witcher games before i don't remember asking you this question i have played witcher games before i have not finished a witcher game i'll say that uh the, f- the first one is a, a great game it's it's just one of those barriers of entry is kind of very high. Uh, How diffi- so? Difficult combat. Um, and then with the second one, you're getting a little more user-friendly, but still the same. Like the second one, you have to prepare for every single battle. And Bobby said this last week. It's like you got you to gotta sharpen your sword. You got to have your spell set. That's what turned me off on the game was uh-huh. because I just was so not used to that. And it's, I, I won't say it turned me off, but like... It, w- it wasn't one of those things where it just grabbed me and pulled me in. Like, I was so blown away by having to do all this stuff I'd never done before. Like, I failed the tutorial. Like, I put it on normal. I know, I think, I th- yeah, I put it on normal, and I failed it. And they're like, maybe you should play on easy. And I was like, I'm not going to play on easy. The mm-hmm. hell with you. I'm going to force my way through this. Yeah. And, and that- I was forcing my way through it, and I was like, maybe I really should play on easy, and then just never went back to it. See, now, when The Witcher, first, uh, Witcher 2 first came out, they didn't have that. That's something that they patched in later in the game. So, and, and that's, that's props to Project Red, because they, like I said, they support their community. And it shows that... What the game's been out for almost two weeks at this point, and yeah. they've put out two huge big patches that have fixed multiple problems and increased stability. So you know they're on top of things, uh, and that that's what I like to see. Um, but back back to the game itself in terms of combat, like y- you can go in just sword swinging and stuff on normal and and kill stuff. If you want to be nice and precise, you can prepare. You could read your bestiary. Like, if you're going after a named monster, usually there's a lead-up to that fight where you're using your Witcher sense and you're prowling around and finding clues. And as you find these clues, you get to know what kind of monster is coming up and your bestiary fills up. And then you'll get to a point where you learn the monster's weaknesses. Once you learn the monster's weaknesses, then you're like, okay... Fire, I, I use my fire spell. He's weak to a magic trap, so I set my magic trap. If he steps in it, then I cast fire, and that'll do more damage than just me running at, at him with my That's sword. That's really cool. Yeah. Story-wise, is it easy to grasp, but easy to come into if you've never played any of the other two games? that You guys could have asked this last week, and I just I haven't got to hear it yet. Uh, no, we really didn't go much into into story. So but, like you're 20 hours in now. Mm-hmm. So not really having well, you've never finished the other games. But like, did you get a, a take a, like a, a general concept, or does the game do a good enough job in the first couple of hours of introducing itself to new players? Uh, 
you you get introduced to the main character and who he is and what he is about the world itself like you get to a couple of different parts in the game where you'll be kind of interrogated on what you did in past games you know like well you know you met up with this character and you dot 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 and it's either oh i let him live or i killed him so however you answer those fleshes out the world even more so it's even not knowing what you what there's not like a true answer for that it's like they're letting you pick like oh i killed that guy or i didn't and then it'll it'll pick up and go from there correct correct so if you want there's not like there's not a right or wrong answer no no you're just fleshing out how you want the world to be you know if you say you killed him then he's obviously not going to be in this game if you said he let him live you let him live he could be a quest giver later on interesting um so those are definitely things that like there's there's already sites up that have the the ramifications to all of those yeah. questions like if you say i did this i did that it'll tell you where the story goes and it'll also tell you who that person was in prior games so it's definitely something that you might want to you know just research. jump jump and and research just to get a feel of maybe how you would have chosen what to do in in past games. Kotaku had a great article. I'm going to say it was about a week ago now. And it's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, have you never played a Witcher game? Read this." And it was like, I love the way they write sometimes uh, where it's like a question and answer, like, mm-hmm. "Oh, so who's this guy?" and then they, they give an answer and they talk back and forth, and it was a long ass article. Mm-hmm. But it filled me in on a, like a lot of knowledge on what was going on and like who's an important character, who's not so important, uh-huh. and to like what to pay attention to in the world and what not to, and what happened in the previous games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found it to be super helpful. So if anybody is thinking about picking up The Witcher and a little bit iffy on the story, just search for The Witcher on Kotaku and you'll find this article, which will tell you everything that you need to know. Yeah, yeah, and it 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 does it definitely does do a good uh, a good job explaining the world just as you're walking around you know just seeing how characters react to maybe like forces that her have invaded their their town or or guards that that have stationed themselves outside the town like how they're reacting to them you can get a general feel of like you know how how these peasants react to this faction let's say so you know you if you're not going to go out and read then you'll get a good feel just just by playing and you know gauging reactions where would you put the witcher right now on your just about halfway through game of the year list uh it would be it would be on top yeah I have a feeling that it's going to be on top for pretty much everybody in our group. Mm-hmm. I See, I'm still just need trying to, to think it. of what, like, I mean, that the Batman's going to have to do something like serious to to move this around. Really? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I'm I'm having so much fun. It's not even funny. I you know I've been thinking about it because we're like we're like halfway through the year. I was, I was counting before. We're just about five months completely done, mm-hmm. and uh, we should do a little checkup. We should. Yeah. Um And I was thinking back, like, all right, with the games I played, like, okay. There's Bloodborne, which we'll get into in a little bit. There's an mm-hmm. interesting patch that came out uh, today. I think it's today the patch came out, or or they or they released it last night or today. Okay, but yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, I really really liked Dying Light like a lot. Like the more time I, I I'm away from Dying Light, the more I like it. I even agree. with the, even with the glitches uh, and all. Yeah, I know. See, I, I'm just silent, trying to think of 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 where I would put it. I, I had a lot of fun. 
And I think partly it's because it came out at the perfect time. There was nothing. Yeah, there was absolutely nothing. And I, 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 I hope more games realize like we don't need to release in that the killer season of Christmas. No, they're like honestly, the last two years has almost been perfect in the sense that there has been always something there. There has never been like a lull in terms of you know okay now i have five weeks to just sit here and do nothing because i haven't you know i've finished every single game you know with the witcher now especially that'll fill holes uh in in the upcoming year i'd say because there's just so much content it's weird because as far as i know there's nothing big coming out after batman there's nothing that's been really announced after mm-hmm. Batman. The one game that did just get announced at the end of August was Until Dawn. Oh which yeah, is getting right. out, which is put... getting out of the like the Halloween season and trying to give it its own spotlight, which I think is a good idea. But from Batman to Until Dawn, I don't know what's coming out in the entire month of July and the first three or four weeks of August. Uh huh. Hmm. So it'll be like interesting to see like where certain games fit in. It's like it's like this is a big blank spot. I wish more games would release like in the middle of July. Like uh-huh. I wish The Witcher would release in well, not even like it's just you know cuz uh ESO, Elder mm-hmm. Scrolls Online is coming out in like yep. another 2 weeks and then Batman 2 weeks after that. Mm-hmm. So it's like I want to dedicate 100 something hours to The Witcher and I know that I'm going to get distracted by these other games and I'm already distracted with Destiny enough. <laughs> but uh, you have a list in front of you. Is anything coming out? So yeah, you have El- Elder Scrolls June 9th. Uh, you have, dun, dun, dun. well, you had already mentioned Batman. July, God of War remastered. God of War three remastered. <sighs> uh, Jackie will wind up playing that, obviously. Um, you know that game comes with it's like because they're only remastering the third game mm-hmm. that it comes with vouchers, so you could rent the first two games off PS Now. That's interesting. Yeah. That's a cool little way to do it, though. It is, but it's just weird. Like, why wouldn't they just come on the disc? Well, why... Mm, that's true. But why why press and print something that you don't have to when you have the digital service to, to kind of put it out there anyway? That's true. And it gives people a taste. It's like... Of it's cross, Yeah, it's yeah. cross-marketing in a sense. Uh, nothing in July. August is Until Dawn and Madden. Oh, yeah, you sure the Madden game? Uh huh. September, you got Mad Max Metal Gear. Uh, Ooh, had... did you see the Metal Gear rumor that it's slipping? It's slipping in like a month. No, really? That was I think it was Amazon had mm-hmm. a listing for it in like in the middle of October or something like that. I well, I wanted to text, ha- I wanted happens, to text you and tell you about it, and then uh-huh. I forgot to. But that's fine. But they have they, there's been no formal announcement or anything like that. Uh-huh. Uh Mighty Number no. 9 comes out in mid-September. And then we got the whole like mess of games in the usual November, you know, October, uh-huh. November, December yep. gauntlet. But Assassin's like, Creed Syndicate, Halo 5, Rainbow Six Siege, which I doubt. Battlefront, uh-huh. Call, of Duty, Call of Duty, Black Ops. Yeah. yeah. It's it's And crazy. we st- we still don't know whatever is going to be announced at E3, which is 3 weeks away. I cannot wait. Yeah. I cannot wait. That's like one of the most fun times of the year is to just sit down and watch those streams and and like just watch tr- uh, Twitter blow up. Yeah. That it's it's one of my favorite days of the year. Like I mm-hmm. love E3 week. Um but that that Monday. Well, it's actually starting a night early. Sunday is Bethesda's conference, which mm-hmm. is Fallout 4. There's a rumor that they're doing a half-hour gameplay demo. If you're doing a half-hour gameplay demo of that game, that game's coming out in the fall. Now, 
are you going to watch the gameplay? Yeah, I will. Or you will. So it, that's it, something where you'll watch the first bits and then you'll like, kind of black yourself I, on? I, yeah. I, I don't think that they're going to be showing. Like with a big RPG like that, it doesn't really matter how much you watch. Because mm-hmm. like with The Witcher, like I watched about 10 to 15 minutes of Witcher gameplay and was uh-huh. like, yep, this is enough for me. But because there's two, you know, 200 hours possibly of that game. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's been, I forget it was Polygon had an article on uh, Fallout 4 that they actually had to pull down. Because the the article or the, I think it was a video that somebody had given them broke like an NDA. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, Bethesda sent them like, you know, like, please take this down. Notice somebody broke NDA and you can't really be showing this right now, which is just pretty much like just admitting the game is, is happening. Mm. What was it a video of? I think it was a video of um, like a cinematic, not like a cinematic, like something for a commercial about it like they're going to be doing like a live action commercial and maybe it was part of that i can't remember exactly what it was about but i know that they had to pull it down and pretty much when somebody gets when something gets pulled down due to nda that means like oh you're confirming this is thing's existence well there, there's that and then there's the fact that once something gets posted there's at least hundreds of people that that'll save that yeah. and it's out there anyway so if you wanted to find it then then i'm sure you could just go out i'm there just gonna wait it. for the conference Yes, yeah. I want everything to be a pleasant surprise. So yeah, that's Sunday night and then all day Monday between the conference, uh, you know, you start with the Xbox conference, then mm-hmm. Ubisoft, and then ends with the Sony conference. Like, I love that day. Yeah. From what, uh, like, because they just had Judges Week Yeah. This, this past week. And from what I've heard, like on Giant Bomb, uh, they had said that there were only two games that they saw that aren't formally announced right now. And the rest of the stuff was stuff we know about. This is stuff we know but about. But then there's there's times where there's plenty of stuff that's not announced. Not, yet, correct. That they save for the show. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But I'm just saying that it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how how that works. So <laughs> we just my had a surprise visit <laughs> for my son. He's going to bed and decided to come on. Good in night. Here. Night, bud. That's awesome. I was waiting for that to happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. We got that coming up, and I'm sure we'll, we'll next week especially, we'll dive more into that because more rumors and stuff will be popping oh, up. Oh, yeah. The, the, closer, the closer we get to the show, the more stuff that gets leaked. And, and announced, actually, the week before mm-hmm. things start getting announced. Yeah, because people don't want to get mixed in with, with the zillions of announcements. Yeah. And this all started. We, we, this whole conversation that with this thread that we've been on, it started because there's nothing coming out in July, mm-hmm. and there needs like I, I feel like there needs to be games like Dying Light that come out at weird times during the year when nothing else is there, and it's it's those games that like need their own spotlight. Like Dying Light would have got obliterated if it came out during the holiday season. It would have been very interesting to see what happened to that game, like and, to a game that that has good critical, you know, acclaim. But is stuck in in with other games that that are also of the same stature. Now, do you think that they would still be supporting it like they're doing now? Like the, you, we just talked about an article before where they're they're, they're adding in a, like what was like an arena mode where you can get like this like crossbow or a, a bow a and bow. arrow, which Correct, is extremely yeah. hard to get. Mm-hmm. And like they're still supporting that game because it was such a big hit. If it wasn't such a big hit, they wouldn't probably be supporting it as much. Well, I mean that was a a paid DLC anyway. Um, I think that that they had stuff that they were going to do anyway. Um, I I feel that 
that it, it would have been done anyway. All right. But you never know. You never, never know. Basically, this just means like I have way too many games to play. Like I'm supposed to be playing. What is it over there? I, I still have yet to play Dragon Age because I was like, I'm going to wait for the summer to play Dragon Age. You're not going to play Dragon Age. I'm, I have to eventually. Did you play open that it? Game. I opened it. Oh, okay. I opened it. Okay, that's. I fine. actually put it in my system and downloaded it. So I keep getting all the updates for it, and it's just mm-hmm. like I'm going to play this game one day. But I need like a hundred hours to be able to do it, and that was this. That's like I guess that's the July game is. There's nothing coming out. Yeah, so. but you have The Witcher. So I gotta are start you, the Witcher. Are you gonna play Dragon Age before The Witcher? No, I'm gonna play The Witcher first. Exactly. Yeah, I know, but like, I know, but Batman's coming out in like three or four weeks. Like, what is it? We're we're in the end of May. Like, Batman's coming out so soon, and I'm supposed to go play ESO with everybody, but everyone right now is pulled back into Destiny. So I guess I'm just gonna follow the wave and see what everybody else is doing. And if they mm. want to go play ESO, then I'll go play ESO. But I don't think we're gonna stop playing Destiny anytime soon. How many people do you have jumping in? The other night I signed on the first day that the DLC came out, mm-hmm. uh, the House of Wolves, and um, there were 18 people on my friends list playing Destiny. That's awesome. And it has been like that every night since uh, that stuff came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I know that Jackie mentioned it a little bit last week, but didn't get into the, the specifics of it. Uh, I can get into the specifics of it. Cause yeah, by all means. By I've, all means. Uh, I played okay. a healthy amount of that game again. Tell me some Destiny tales. Um, well, I think I'll just start by... I don't even know where to start. Let's start just, with the story stuff. All right, the story okay. stuff I think is good. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it... How many How many new missions? Uh, let me see. Six? Six new missions? Okay. And there, a strike? three, I believe, in... Yeah, there weren't a lot in uh, the, the Dark Below. The last expansion, yeah. correct. So... Um, Let's see, six new missions. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of it is the same stuff that you've come to expect from Destiny. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, we're traversing a level backwards. And then we're ending up in an area that we haven't been in before. But for me, like that type of stuff doesn't bother me uh, so much. And there's a couple of actually new areas that you go into. Okay. Um, so the first three missions are on Earth. And uh, like you'll be like, one of them, you end up back outside of the Cosmodrome where all the cars are. Okay. That's where you have a big battle out there. Uh-huh. Um, there's some uh, stuff where it, the Archon Priests um, strike. You kind of go through that level backwards. Okay. And you fight a spider tank this time. And um, they, they added in some new enemy types. Um, but it's it's more lighthearted than they uh, have taken themselves up until this point. It's funny. You're like, you know, it's... It's like a dumb funny. It's not like you know they're they're cracking jokes where you're laughing, but you can feel like there's definitely like a more airy feeling about the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you're basically hunting down uh, for the queen of the reef. Uh, these wolves that have gone rogue. They've broken one of the wolves out of the uh, prison of elders, which you've heard about throughout the game. And so you got to go. You know, get through these story missions. Go get them. Uh, near the end of the uh, story missions, they add in some new wrinkles. And one of the wrinkles that they add in. There's going to be a little bit of spoilers, um, but. The spoilers aren't aren't huge or anything uh, to the game. The second to last mission, you end up going into the Vault of Glass. Oh, that's cool. And you get down to the first part where you're fighting the oracles, yep. where, where, where the oracles spawn, and mm-hmm. lo and behold, you have to shoot some oracles. That's hilarious. Now, a big complaint about the game, or not a complaint so much, but when the Vault of Glass raid opens, people are like, this is really interesting. Like, I wish they used these mechanics in story missions. So it's not like this is the first time you're seeing it because it's something different. And they listened and they just decided to take, we're going to go right into the Vault of Glass and you're going to have to shoot some oracles before they blow up. And you're going to have to fight some high-level enemies with some new weapons called Scorch Cannons, which are awesome. Mm -hmm. 
basically these like these um, like level 28 uh, captains will drop this rocket launcher that anybody could pick up and it holds I think seven or eight shots but when you fire it if you hold down the right trigger uh, trigger it'll stick to whatever target it's closest to and it will charge up and then explode for like three times the damage or something uh-huh. so now I, is this, are these weapons that you could also find throughout the game no or they only, only drop specific by, for, only, for they it. only drop so by just these. like like the sword was yeah in, okay. um but what's nice is like you know same thing with the sword um but you can you can, you'll find them on patrols um because they'll be uh actually i'm gonna save i'll save that for a little bit because okay. we're gonna come back to that in a second uh, the last story mission in, is in a, in a area that people have like broken into through glitching through walls. Um, in Venus, there was this part where you could walk in and you could see this like uh, spiral, a spire going up, like this like flow going up, but it was like guarded off. And I was just like, "This must be DLC because there's nothing to do in here." You can oh, like yeah, run that's in when there. You go through the crack. And yeah, I know exactly where you're you could run in about. there and be like, "What is this for?" And uh-huh. so you go up there, and it's like one of the coolest looking things in the game mm-hmm. you have to like uh, the whole thing is they're, they're trying to steal the abilities that you people see in the vault of glass so like these floating plat in the vault of glass you have to jump on these flat uh, these platforms which disappear and they're like going in and out of our time our time stream and so like same type of things you have to jump through jump on these platforms to get to this guy and you have to beat him and then they'll come and collect him and send him back to the prison of elders um so they open up the reef to you, which is a new social area, mm-hmm. and you can go there. And there's um, somebody else that you can collect missions from. Okay. And her missions will be like, I want you to go hunt these guys down. And every week they reset, and you can go um, on patrols in certain parts of Venus and Earth. And randomly, it'll say like the wolves are prowling, and a whole bunch of high level enemies will come down in that area, and they're, they're the ones that are carrying the scorch cannons. So you could kill all these people and then take that scorch cannon at any time. If you're just doing patrols, you're not even looking for them, and then walk around the level with it. It doesn't disappear unless you uh-huh. put it down and you leave it for a long time. It'll disappear. It won't disappear. So you can carry it for forever if you want. That's cool. After you kill these enemies, um, um. A certain number, a higher level enemy will come down, a captain or something that's all in yellow. And as long as you get a shot on him uh, and he dies, a chest will appear in this area. And you have like, I think it's like a minute and something, a minute and 30 seconds to find it, open it, and then it'll give you some random items. Now, right now, you can actually open it, get on your speeder, speed away until it, it says that you've entered a new area, and then like jet all the way back to get this chest again. So you could do this like two or three times if you're really quick. And what you're hoping is that you're hoping that you get a treasure key, which is going to come in handy into their new mode, which is Prison of Elders. Uh-huh. So this is the, like, for me, this is what's like redone the game for me. In the a Prison way. of Elders? The Prison of Elders is really cool. Okay. Um, with all expansions and MMOs, they kind of forego what came before. Mm-hmm. So I had a level 32, and to get up to 33, they like kind of changed some things to make leveling up easier. Um, so I know people who were like 28, 29, 30 that jumped up to 32, then now they're 33. So what happens is you will go to the Prison of Elders, yeah, and uh, there'll be three, four modes, 28, 32, 34, 35, level-based. 28 will matchmake you with two other people. And it's really not that difficult, uh, especially if, if you've been playing Destiny and you're in the 30s. It's not difficult at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what will happen is you'll fight four waves of enemies and then a boss. And then the four, the four excuse me, the four rounds have three waves apiece. And okay. there'll be objectives and stuff in there that you got to complete. And then you'll fight a boss. 
But once you start getting to 32, 34, 35, they don't matchmake you anymore. You have to go in with a group. And the reason that they are, they're saying this is because it's hard, and it is. It's, it's hard. Um, we did a 32, and the boss that we fought at the end of the, at, uh, the, end of the 32 mission uh, was a um, Cabal. And his shields, every time they went down, came up with a different elemental resistance. So it would be arc, and then you'd shoot him, and then all of a sudden it'd be void, and you'd be switching your weapons around, or you had to come up with a strategy to get past that. Is this is this the one where you said, like, the, the floor turned to lava? No, that was level 34. Oh, fantastic. So I, I forget what day it was, but I was at work, and I know that m- my friend Mike and aforementioned Nick were uh, playing a level 34, the two of them. And I came home and got on, and they were like, get in here right now. So I was able to join up with them, and they were on the fourth way, uh, the fourth round, and the, uh, they could not get past this um, because there were just too many enemies, too high of a level. Because at the time, we were both 30, we were all 32s doing a level 34. So they were two levels higher than we mm-hmm. were. Now, what about, just really quick. Is there a death count, or you can nope. die as many? Okay. You can die as many times as you want. Okay, and if you complete a wave and die on the next wave, you just start right back at that wave. Okay, uh, good. Good. but unlike the uh, unlike the um, the raids, once you leave, like with a raid, you could be like, "We're stuck at this part. It's one in the morning. Let's just pick it up tomorrow, right here." When you leave, you lose it. So we ended up fighting this boss uh, who looks like Crota, the second raid boss. And we're like, all right, cool, like a boss battle. Like, he'll be a bullet sponge, but, like, you know, we don't have to worry about completing objectives. So we're in, the, we're in there for, like, 10, 15 seconds, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden he enrages, turns the floor to fire, and we instantly die. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, it, the floor actually doesn't turn to fire, but you this anywhere on the floor, anywhere your feet are touching will burn you instantly, and you'll die. It's just funny because that's it's something that you're not expecting. Never so. had seen before, did, uh-huh. not, did not know what to do with it. And so we went in, like... I'll say 15 times, like, like, all right, let's just try jumping and see what happens. And, like, uh, we'll, we'll spread around because there's also ad, uh, ads or extra enemies everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're like, all right, I'm going to jump up in the air and just float here for a while. And then there's this giant ogre that's shooting at you that kills you in seconds. And it's like, this is like, it's like I was like, I don't know if we could do this. Like, I, like I'm not sure if it's because we're, we're 32s and you have to be, like, 33 and be able to, to absorb a little bit more damage with the fire. But we tried to just like trying to find different spots where it's like, oh, maybe we could just survive over here. And then finally, I was like, well, I think we should try this spot. Now, we, this spot was like you went up a stair, and we kept going to the right. I'm like, we should just try the left. Uh-huh. And so the left had like a big column that protected us from the fire of everything else, like people shooting at us. And then there was two titans in the room and one warlock. And I was like, let's try Armor of Light, which is the Titan Super, which gives us, when we're in this bubble, it gives us added protection. So we figured out if I put that down and we stood, eventually it would kill you. But all you had to do was just float out of the bubble for a second and then come back down and recharge the shield. So it's like, okay, we figured that part out. Now how do we get rid of the rest of the stuff? And it was about a 45-minute battle of will of being like, okay, okay. Like you had to time it because if you didn't time the jump, like we wanted to save the Supers for... Like, we're going to die, let's use one of these to save us and not mm-hmm. waste them. So it would say, like, he's about to enrage. And then you had to, like, count in your head, like, a second and a half and then jump. And then jump and, like, float to the top and come back down. And so if you did it right, you would your shield would break and you would survive with, like, a sliver of health. But, like, that, that must be the way that they designed it. And then um, you could recoup the help because we were behind something and then eventually we'd be shooting stuff. So basically, we did it. And it was, like... 
a, like probably the best feeling of elation I've had since beating the raid for the first time. Mm-hmm. That that see stuff like that is really cool, and especially since it was fresh content and you figured it out yourself. Yeah, like by the time we had all jumped into the raid, everyone had general ideas on what they were supposed to do because you either overheard it from someone or you saw an article yeah. uh you know something like that just just jumping in fresh that that seems more satisfying now to that me. boss is, that boss is if you were thinking like oh that was a spoiler that boss is already cycled out and gone so there's a new boss this week and i have no idea what he does oh that's cool that they changed it they, ar- they change it around so what happens next is like you've won and it's like, okay. Um, they says, please go back to the starting area, which you do at the end of every round. And then all of a sudden we were falling and like the middle floor just falls away and you have to fall down this like little, this little tunnel where you keep hitting platforms and then you land in Scrooge McDuck's money bin. <laughs> That's great. And this is where I'm talking about the game taking itself. Not as seriously is like the music completely changes into something like this, like, angelic music and there is just money uh laid out everywhere Mm -hmm. and so you walk through this platform that's on top of the money and you come to three chests there's two smaller chests and one massive like oversized chest and that's where the treasure key comes in handy so you can open the chest on the left and the right and they're free every time but the big chest is where you need the keys for and so uh you know you open. I opened it up, and I got just like tons of material for beating the level thirty-four one. It gives you certain ones give you certain things. So, like a level thirty-two one will give you an armor core, which means you can go to a new vendor and buy a piece of armor that will instantly shoot your level up. So last week they were selling Titan arms, so I was able to buy those and get my Titan up to level thirty-three. What they changed for this one is like people are like, yeah, but I really like the way I look. Like I like this armor better than this armor. And in the past, it was like. Oh, you beat the Vault of Glass? Well, here's the new raid. So that Vault of Glass armor is now irrelevant. Now it's like what you can do is you can start farming for this new material called uh, Ethereal Light. And you can get it in Nightfalls. You can get it from like the like um, the higher level Prison of Elder stuff. Great. They added another currency. It's In a way, it's a currency. But it, what it does is it like I have this legendary purple armor that I really like. You can take that. Uh, this ethereal light and apply it to that armor and now that armor is just as powerful and just as good as whatever they're selling now so if you're like a dude who's like i like 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 me i'm all about the way my dude looks like i like the way my dude looks right now i don't really want to change it Uh you could do this stuff and be like oh cool now i can hold on to the stuff i have it'll let you level up weapons that you really liked so like some of the weapons that you got in the previous raids would max out at like 300 damage you can use this material to now make it the most you know as powerful as anything else in the game which is nice. It, it, it's more about customization than like being really firm into like what you what they want you to do, which is cool. Yeah, and I think that that comes from everyone looking the same because yeah. it would be like, okay, well this this set of armor in this configuration, this is the best and gives you the most, you know, the most defense. And now now people could kind of switch up and now people will truly start to look different yeah. instead of and everyone you're, having you're the same helmet that, and blah, blah, blah. That right now. Good. Um, they, that's, that's really cool. There's new stuff. Um, one of the new helmets for a hunter, uh, which Andy happened to roll. Um, it's weird. It's like all Egyptian type stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so instead of having a gold, three golden gunshots, it does one that does six times the damage and over penetrates. And like people are finding like interesting ways to like 
take down raid bosses with this thing and like when what if a team of six hunters goes in and fights a raid boss what happens when everybody uses it at one time like i love stuff like that so after excuse me after beating this level 34 thing we were like i was riding on a high i was like let's go beat hard the hard crotum uh raid which right, i had here we never go again done. we beat it in like 20 20 minutes with people dying um well, did anybody die well, yeah, well you, we, did you get the achievement well there, no 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 this was just the, this was just the uh, the second raid, the Crota raid. I had never beaten it on hard. Okay. And we beat it in twenty minutes. Uh, then we're like, you know what? Let's go do the Vault of Glass hard mode. And just like so, I, I did all that, and I you know just was lucky because of the random number generator. But like, I pulled a bunch of weapons that I had never gotten mm. before. Yeah, that's awesome. See, I love when stuff like that is is possible when when they're able to just change up and and freshen up the game like that because something like this uh i mean people were a little down on it but people were still playing now like the the people that were still playing it speak nothing but good things and it has drawn so many more people back into the game yeah and i like i'm at the point now where it's like we've been trying for that perfect raider trophy and uh flawless raider trophy and i you know we, we've taken a break from doing it just to get back into this other stuff but now it's like we're like reinvigorated like all right we're definitely getting this and like we're gonna get the we're all gonna get the platinum for this game so i went and created two other characters oh great great so i have uh in 12 hours i have a level 28 warlock that's crazy yeah crazy like well, the- how long did it take to get to get to that level in vanilla uh, a, a, a while, but you know, like it's different now because we figured out ways to level faster. Like there's mm-hmm. power level uh, leveling, which a lot of the guys are being nice and helping me out with. So it's like everybody on my friends list is playing a mission while I'm playing one mission. And then I jump from ending to ending. Like just, I jump from fire team to fire team just to collect the experience while doing a, you know, wh- while they end the mission, which is cool. So I'm getting like 3000 experience, 3000 experience, 3000, 3000, you know, all the way through. And then I've gone back and done some stuff and, and done some other things. But because of I played Destiny so much, I had tons of equipment that I didn't have um, characters for. Like sometimes you would roll like, here's a random piece of armor, and it would be like, this is a hunter helmet. It's like, mm. great, I don't have a hunter. Have they increased the size of the bank? No. Yes. Yes. They have. Okay. They have. Because that was something which I'm that also, I had... I'm running out of space with. Oh, great. Okay. Um, but now I've I've got other characters, so now it's you know I'm, some guys are just carrying certain things. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm hoping by tonight if I get on and play, I'll have a level thirty something um, warlock, and then I'll start the hunter. It's just like it's for me. It's like fun. Like it's completely fun again. I haven't even played the the multiplayer thing that they ran this weekend, the Trials oh, of Osiris, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is like a, like an arena like you the die Jackie? and you're out. No, I know she wanted to. Oh, but she was with y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so hmm. I didn't even get into that, but like the what's surrounding that is like this new thing where they didn't even tell anybody, but it was like, oh, if you just happen to run it perfectly, and I mean, there are amazing players out there uh, who just would get nine wins in a row. All of a sudden, it's like, here's an invitation to come to Mercury, and people were freaking out. Like, what do you mean I can go to Mercury? Mercury's not open, and it, they, they created a new social space just for the best of the best yeah. to go to that that was cool i watched the video oh yeah i that, watched the video immediately it was just that like got put I, out there and yeah you get ported off just to this random tower in mercury and you get to walk up open a chest you get a bunch of items yeah. you get to just chill out explore um it looks beautiful yeah it looks beautiful it does uh the mercury pvp map is outstanding looking and this is kind of like in an area similar to that but like 
there's a good chance I may never make it there. But like, I'm okay with that because like, I think it's a really neat thing that they did for it's like, hey, look, if you really want to go here, get better at the game. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm fine with it, even though I'll probably never get to go there. You never know. Nine wins in a row in that mode is going to be really hard Uh because the players in there are, I've been playing Destiny, you know, multiplayer throughout. And like, I am very rusty at Destiny multiplayer. See, and it's going to be interesting to see if there are teams that that start to communicate with each other and say, okay, well, you go this time and we'll kind of cheese it. Yeah, that, I mean, you'd have to have like a... you you Because you, you can't even talk to the team, the, uh, the, uh, the opposing team. I'm sure there, there are ways to to work it out but you don't play all nine you don't play all nine modes against or, the same team against the same team oh okay then screw that yeah that would that would be way too hard then i mean there, there are modifiers that you can buy yeah which would be like oh your your first loss actually counts as a win or your first win counts as two wins like you'll get these coins which you could just spend and um the, i think they're called passage coins and you can get them just from playing different multiplayer mat like regular multiplayer they'll just drop uh and they'll be like bonuses so it's like oh like you know, you could start with one win and now you have two. Hmm. Or your first loss doesn't count as a loss. It actually counts as a win. I'm going to play it next time. But I knew, like, I knew going in there, everyone was going to be, because your armor comes into play, I knew everyone was going to be, like, maxed out, um, you know, probably warlocks with self-res, and they would be, like, heavily communicating. I know people who did play it. I was listening on the headset while people mm. were playing, and, yeah, it was hard. Frustrating. Oh, yeah. It, it, it sounded real frustrating, and I was like, I don't want to do this right now. Cool. I mean, af- after my Witcher bug... Uh, I'm sure I'll jump in and play the story mode at least. I, I definitely want to check all that stuff. You got to play Players and Elders with us. Certainly paid for it. So yeah, I mean, it, like I said, what level? What level did you leave off at? Probably like 28, 29. Yeah, we can get you to like max level in no time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have no doubt on that. But my my surprise game of the week, and I just started playing it yesterday. And this is something that I've said that I would probably never play in my life. Oh, I'm excited. I don't know what this is. No. I started playing League of Legends. My head's, my head's going to explode. Mm-hmm. You don't like MOBAs. Nope. And How are you playing League? I am having a blast. An absolute blast. Okay. I'm, so I'm, the, I'm, my hands are on my face in disbelief. You ready? This is pretty much how it happened. Um I started hanging out in like a couple of different Twitch streams and you talk and chat and you meet people and you know, you start to get to know them and were you watching Daniel? No, 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 because no, definitely not Daniel. Uh, So yeah, you start to get to know people because it's like, okay, I'll stop in this stream for a half hour. So you say hello, everyone, you know, you get social. So then it, kind of turned into okay well what what's your steam name what's your steam name and i had these three guys that that were like oh well do you play league i'm like no no i don't they're like well download it and i was like okay maybe, maybe this weekend i'll download it and they're like no, no no come on just download it I'm like okay it, it's really quick download and they were like look we'll teach you how to play the game we want more people that like we know and we'll teach you how to play the game so I thought, I was like, you know, this will be interesting. It'll be a story at least. And man, it, it's, it is, it's, it's fun. Um, I'm, I am enjoying it. And it's definitely one of those games where it's, it's going to take, take a lot to, to learn every single little nuance and especially something that has that many characters. 
oh, I can't believe you're playing. I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to get you to play Smite for a long time, and you jumped straight in the league. Well, yeah. I mean, it just circumstances happened, and that's great. Yeah, I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. So, so now I've I've only played blah 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 f- four matches and you have to get to a certain level before you could even go into to true online matches anyway okay. so you get paired up with with other new people and you play against a team of bots uh but but even so it's like like right now the terminology I, i've got down so you know people could talk and chat and i'll be able to understand what the hell they're saying like jungle correct yeah top mid jungle all 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 those things um right now is it's just to find a character that i'll enjoy playing how many characters are there in league i i don't know i don't want to misquote it there, there are a lot a lot rough estimate 50 See, I, I, 50 or 60 I, I think more i know smite has about i think 60 right now uh-huh yeah but but like i said i want to find a character that i like um, I don't want to just go throw money because it's, it's free to play. They yeah. give you 10 or so characters to start off with. Is it um, rotating? Do they rotate the characters? They rotate one char- one free character every so often, and then you earn points in which you can yeah. then spend. Smite's the same way. Smite rotates like mm-hmm. five characters each week, which is nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it, and I, I think I'm going to just stick around and, I, and ride the wave. I, I'm not kidding when I say that I'm like blown away that you're playing League. Because I mean, we've talked about Smite before, and you're like, I don't like, like I could never get into MOBAs. Like, a no, 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 no MOBA for me, no MOBA mm-hmm. for me. I was like, what on earth is he going to tell me that I'm shocked about? Because MOBAs were, I, and he even put MOBAs in the, the, any part of my mind. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It, it looks like there's like probably 100 characters. Oh, here. goddamn. Yeah. That's and I think crazy. Smite's overwhelming. Like, I, I, I won't even go near League or Dota. Mm-hmm. I won't even touch it. I mean, there are five characters. That that's start with the letter Z. I'm like going alphabetical order. So oh well, like, there you go. Yeah. So um, once I find my my position and what character I want to use and like their build, then then I'll truly know if if I enjoy the game. So please keep me updated on this. I'm, I, I will. I'm I will. I will. Because I told the guys I was like, look, I'll play, I'll play maybe two matches a day with you guys, just just to be consistent. You know, it's not like I'm gonna play a match and then not play for three days so we we have like a meeting time and that's great and yeah yeah i'm, I'm getting now getting i really learned. want you to play smite with eric that would that would be another cool because i've lost him to that game uh-huh I, I, he's just is he the only one like out of the crew that plays yes he plays by himself which is like an amazing thing yeah but I you can't. had more people that used to play it we did, and there are some, like, every now and then he'll have people to rotate in and play, but he just plays Smite. Like, they play other games, he just plays Smite. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, going for something crazy. Like, oh, there's a free skin if you win, like, 200 matches between this date and this date. And he's like, I only got, like, 50 more matches to go. Oh, that's nuts. I was like, oh, okay, you crazy person. Uh-huh. Yeah, because well, Smite matches, what, half hour, 40 minutes? Well, it depends. Like, no, because they, they have that really great arena mode where it's just, you know, there's the... um there's the minions that are trying to score right running in portals but you're killing them but you're there's not really a lane it's you're in an arena and you're yeah. killing you're killing it's like a deathmatch mode with mm-hmm. minions and it like a weird scoring system that's what i've seen you play that's the best like to me that's awesome and that's I, why i was so confused when i w- was looking at pictures of smite and i was like this looks nothing like what i yeah, saw you the play. actual uh, like lane based moba you know part i'm god awful terrible at 
Mm-hmm. But the deathmatch thing, I was like, I'm not that bad at this. I'm good at stealing kills. Hmm. Well, in terms of uh, the games we play, that that's pretty much it. Yeah. And news-wise, that it was like nothing, nothing. To, to really even talk about. Right. I mean, there was the one Bloodborne. Yeah, I mean, there's a big patch on Bloodborne to mm-hmm. make that makes the game incredibly easier. It sounds like uh, there is. Now, what did it do? It, yeah, I have a whole list here of things that it did. It's uh-huh. actually a good one. So I know that they basically nixed the level requirements for for you and multiplayer to to play with another friend. You, you know how frustrating that is. That now that that's out, uh-huh. like it's great for other people, but like oh, because you would you could add Nick. Nick was a savant in this game, mm-hmm. and I was struggling at times. And it's like oh, I would love to team up with you, but he was twenty five levels higher than I was, and mm-hmm. I was like sorry. Yeah, like I had to, like you know one time I did really want help. It took like a half hour to get it. Um, here are some of the things. Uh, when players are here's just like overall. When players use a password, they'll be matched regardless of level difference. Um, here's some other things here. The insight shop will now appear when players have more than one insight. Oh, wow. And it used to be 10. Uh-huh. So at the end boss, I was like really struggling for insight because I had spent so much of it trying to look for, you know, I, th- I forget what they call them, but the f- uh, fire paper and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so one insight would have been super helpful. Uh, Bloodstone chunks, uh, which would be used to upgrade weapons and stuff, they could be now acquired by trading insight. Interesting. Um, the, this was this was the the holy grail here. The maximum number of blood vials and quicksilver bullets um, has been increased. Uh, the, your storage would be like not you can hold ninety nine. Mm. It's now six hundred. Wow! And that that kind of falls into like one of your gripes about the game, the, especially the last boss is like you would use all your vials, and then you would have to spend a half hour, forty minutes to run out and farm and yeah. try and pick vials up again because at a certain point i was maxed on everything and uh like near i say like the middle to end of the game like there was like i i couldn't pick this stuff up because i just had too much of it and was like okay like i guess then i'll just leave this stuff on the floor here Mm -hmm. but i mean that makes it a lot simpler just just be like i can have 600 of these things because at a certain point you will get maxed out on it like you enter a point of the game where you are stronger than the enemies for a bit and then they jump ahead of you again uh, let me see here. Game balance. Enemy strength in several new game plus areas has been adjusted. Mm-hmm. There's um some resist like enemy resistance to certain things has been adjusted. And Basically, I, I think it's a lot like a lot of chalice stuff after that. Yeah, and I mean a lot of the weapons um with stamina reduced, damage increased. Um, then you're right. A whole bunch of stuff about the chalice dungeons. Um, they made certain things easier to see, like your blood echoes ever, or when you lose them are easier to see than just like uh, adjustments with bug fixes and things like that. But this makes the game, I'm going to say, a whole mess of a lot easier. Would you ever new game plus? Now maybe. Now that I know, like if I if I still had the game, I traded it in by now. But oh, like if I okay. still had it. You know, I could jump in with somebody who, like, I could jump in with Nick. Nick would be like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll run it through it. Like, he would run through it again. But, like, I know people, like, you've still never finished the game. Jackie's never finished the game. You guys... I, I will. That That is a game I will yeah. finish. Uh, I wonder if Jackie's going to finish it. She hasn't mentioned it in a while. I don't think she will. No, I don't think so either. And hopefully she's not listening to this, because then she'll get all mad and be like, I told you I was going to finish it. Hi, Jackie. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, I, you know, I wonder why they did this. Uh... You know, because these games are supposed I, I think to be it's, like super hard. Yeah, I think it's a mix, a mix of things. I think that the uh, online community, in terms of like the PvP community and stuff like that, 
are it's it's very big. Um, there are like a lot of communities that that are active, and I think that their forums have have given ideas to to the developer, and and they've kind of caught wind and and taken them. Yeah, I mean, Sony's just come right out and said that the sales of this game kind of blew them away and they were not ready for it to be the system, you know, the, the seller that it was. In some ways, I think it became a system seller. People were buying PS4s for Bloodborne. Um, so I, I wonder if it's a little bit of that, like them listening, like, hey, you know, it would be really nice if you didn't restrict us on these things, uh, like matchmaking and, and, and stuff. And I wonder if they're just like, you know what, we've got a whole new player base here. We would like to come back for the next game, and we don't want to scare them away. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if it's a mixture of those two things. Um, it, pr- it probably is. But man, that game sounds much more fun to play than it was <laughs> when I ran through it. Yeah, but now you have the satisfaction of knowing that, you know, you didn't have to wait. That's right, you damn game. Mm-hmm. I beat you at your hardest. Not really. Uh, we actually, so what do we got? Do we got some questions? We actually have a good question for you and me. Okay. Uh, this is from The Noise, who's at The Noise on Twitter. With it uh, potentially being the last Arkham game, what superhero character do you think will be in the next great game series? Okay. What can we do? What can we do? What, okay, what, what would you like to see? Let's, all right. Let, let, pie in the sky. Start there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I remember when there was a rumor out there that there was going to be... that Rocksteady was going to do a Justice League game. And... That was that was absolutely fascinating to me. Just uh, thinking of the sheer amount of characters that yeah. they could just put into that. But if it were to be a single character, let's just not even worry about single character. Like the it could be an Avengers game or a Justice League game if you want it to be. But do you think that that's what it's going to be? No, probably not. Like to be honest, I want another Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Oh, yeah. Well, that's Marvel Heroes. They need to bring that to console right now. Mm. Uh, if I had to pick like a single character... Maybe Green Arrow. I would love a, a good Green Arrow I was game. thinking like they could capitalize off TV stuff, and I thought about Daredevil. Daredevil would be cool. Like, there is a game right now. Oh, it's going to bother me that I don't mm-hmm. have the name of the game. Uh, there's a Kickstarter running now, and I think it's from the guys who are doing... Who worked on Bioshock... I'm going to okay. try and find this. But the game takes away your sight. And it uses like a radar sense like Daredevil does. Mm-hmm. And the video of it is amazing. Like you can see like the wind moving against the house and that's how you see the house. Mm-hmm. Um, could a whole game work like that? I have no idea. But, you know, I would like I would like to see like a Daredevil game. Like when I was 19, there was an Xbox game coming out based on Daredevil. And I remember what the cover art looked like. And it was like, this game is releasing in a month. And then it got canceled and never came back. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I, I definitely could see a Green Arrow game. You know, there there have been plenty of good games with great bow mechanics. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, he has that whole island lore, kind of like what Tomb Raider did, mm-hmm. throwing you on a mystical island. Uh and it could start from his beginnings and do kind of like the flashback thing like like Arrow does, the show does, uh, jumping into modern missions and back to island stuff. Th- I think that would be cool. What about a Heroes for Hire? That would be cool also. Or you could keep Brawler and martial arts. Yeah, I was thinking like, you know, I'm just, I'm using Rocksteady as the frame mm-hmm. and like the, the way they do a Batman game, um, which probably won't be the next 
whatever like the next superhero the great superhero game probably won't look like that but i was thinking like oh i'd like to see iron fist and a little bit a little bit of things like that like spider-man the next great one is probably going to be one of a couple of characters you know it's going to be a spider-man game because he just gets all the games it's going to be an avengers game or like you said like an ultimate alliance game you know Uh are they still in between public like yeah, Publishers? they still like that's the like to me that's the craziest thing is Marvel has still not announced what they're doing with their game license. Like they're doing a whole bunch of mobile stuff, mm-hmm. but maybe they don't want to knowing that a lot of the games have been very subpar, maybe they don't want to tarnish, you know, th- what they have going by by putting out, you know, something like that. You're probably right, but I mean, it's just it's it's kind of leaving like a giant hole in the middle of the market where like where are all these superhero games? Like, where they all go? Like, mm-hmm. it's when was the last one that came out? It was uh, Deadpool was one of the last ones to come out, and that was like three year, two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I, they're, they're, I would not be surprised if they did something at E three. If like we finally got some sort of announcement about something, that would be super, super cool. I just really want Ant Man, an Ant Man game. That would be cool. Shrinking and. <laughs> I don't even know what it would look like. Like, mm-hmm. what, what what does a Superman game look like now? Oh, I don't know. Like that's the character it'll everybody probably like, wants, but it'll w- look w- like Superman sixty four still. God, I remember playing that Superman Returns game and that Superman Returns video game. Did you ever play it? The Super Nintendo one? No, 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 no. It was based. Oh, on, that was the life and death of Superman. It was based on the movie. Oh no, no, I did not play that. So it was supposed to come out day and date with the movie, and it didn't. It got moved like seven months back. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, how do you do a Superman game? And you can't, you can't kill him. He's invulnerable. But what they did was. It was the city, the city that was his health bar. If the city took too much destruction, he would like you would fail. Mm-hmm. And like I thought that was an interesting concept for them to use for Superman because like Superman doesn't have health. So how do you make like a, how do you make him like vulnerable in any way? And it was like oh we're going to use like if you're fighting a supervillain and he does too much damage to the city to the city you lose. So like like what does this around the game look like now? I guess like that would be one of the things that they could do. It didn't work because the game was terrible. No, I think that Superman is a near impossible character to like to have a great game based on. Yeah. Uh because the whole reason people like Superman is because of his power set and his power set is too powerful as is. If they don't know how to make it work in comics, exactly. How are they going to make it work in a video game? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what else? We got anything else? Any other questions? I don't have any questions, but I asked people um, on Twitter, you know, catching up with everybody to see what they've been playing. You know, mm-hmm. we, li- we like to check up with the community every now and again, and we got a bunch of answers, and I'm going to read them now. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, Joe State, who is at Joe State ADX, trying, uh, he's trying to, he says, trying out my backlog, so I put in Assassin's Creed Unity. He also tried Bloodborne as well. Um, my name is Jeff, who is at The Walking Will. Said I've put about three and a half days on the Witcher, on the Witcher two weeks ago. I wasn't even thinking of buying uh, it because I don't do RPGs. At mm-hmm. Luciano, who's at the Arctic Beasts, uh, says Destiny. At Adam Houston, who is at Adam Houston. Oh, excuse me. At underscore Adam Houston, says the Witcher is life. Mm-hmm. Oh, I asked you to read this because I would absolutely butcher this gentleman's name. Uh, I'm not good with names. <laughs> at Sifroma. Uh, he's 40 hours into The Witcher, and I will not play 3 until I finish 1 and 2. So he's playing Witcher 1. And then Steam. 2, and then 3. That is a commitment. Correct, yeah. Oof. But I mean, just knowing that you have like that much content 
to keep you busy is is great. Yeah, like you know, we I want the remasters of Mass Effect. Yeah, yeah, you keep saying and that. I, I want that really bad. But I know like, all right, those three games probably like 120 to like 130, 40 hours. Like one of these games, I feel like The Witcher is like could could be that long. And to mm-hmm. know that you have two and then three, like if I if I had no other games to play, like that was it. Like I'm not really interested in any of the games out right now. I could see that, but like I could not picture sitting and playing. Like I, when I play one RPG, it's like I got to play like four first person shooters just to like cleanse, cleanse the palate, palate. <laughs> before I go into the next one. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not like that. I could jump. I could jump like one to the other. Oh, uh, like well, if, I, if I if I do an open world, I got to play something linear right after that, and mm-hmm. then like an indie, and then like back to an open world game. That's fine. That's uh, nothing wrong with that. James Hammond, who is at Part Time Powers. Uh, says I've been playing Splatoon. Oh, cool! So it did come out. We and we were like discussing, like trying to figure out: did that is that this week or next week? It was this week. You know why? Because I didn't pre-order it. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't on my immediate list just because I was, you know, I was doing the PC thing and and The Witcher now. Um, it'd be interesting. I'm gonna wait. I think until till like full reviews hit. Yeah. But if anyone is playing it, you know, tweet. Tweet us and let, let us, us know, know how you like it. Yeah, correct. Yeah, because it'd be interesting to know if it's it's something you should pick up or not. Uh, he's also been playing Paper Mario on the N sixty four. Oh, beautiful! And then watching some Japanese TV show about a travel agent. It's weird and great. That Thanks, sounds James. very peaceful. I would watch something like that. Uh, Magic reader who is at Storyteller CBM one mm-hmm. got a bunch of new games for college graduation. Been playing Arkham Asylum and Tekken Revolution the most though. Nice. Nice. And, I miss uh, some old school Tekken. James also asked us a question and mm-hmm. wanted to know our worst E3 moment ever. Worst E3 moment. Let's see. Uh, I mean, mine would probably be not like an immediate, like something, an announcement or anything like that. I had a, <laughs> I I had went to E3 the year that the year right before the Wii came out. So it was the first time that the that the Wii was playable. And had my plane tickets, had the E3 tickets through through my job. And I was going with someone else that I worked with. And we were staying at his brother's house, who was about 20 minutes away from the convention center. Oh, I know this story. And so we get there. We're at the airport. He calls his brother to to pick us up from the airport. And we're waiting and waiting. And so he looks at me and like he has distressed look on his face. And I'm like, what? And he's like, well, I didn't tell my brother that you were staying. Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, he he doesn't want you to stay at the house. I'm like, so why did you tell me that, you know? And he was like, well, I thought he would be cool with it. You know, his girlfriend's in town. Like, great. So now I have to find a hotel in LA the week that E3 is going on in like, you know, the next 25 minutes. So... That 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 was quite crazy. It all worked out in the end. His brother changed his mind. I I cooked them dinners and stuff. And uh, but yeah, that that was my worst E three moment. Yeah, I don't have anything that could even remotely compete with that. Uh, well, I'm sure there's been like an announcement that. Oh know, yeah, because an announcement really is on the scale with that. Uh, hmm. I don't. I'm gonna say probably the PS3 announcement. Okay. Where they were like, "You're gonna get a second job and pay for this because we're that awesome." Uh huh. Here's Lair. <laughs> you know, I I do have one that I more felt bad for the person, but when 
they were demoing for the PS3 that that book game with the magic Storybook. wand. Yes, the lady that was demoing that game up on stage was such a trooper because it wasn't working and she kept trying to do the same thing over and over and they weren't helping her like she was just stuck on stage and I I felt her pain. Ouch. Yes. That's that's pretty bad. Mm. Um Okay, we're going to be getting a lot of E3 talk in the next two weeks. Definitely, yep. Because uh, it's uh, like three weeks away. It's on the uh, the big, sh- well, I think it starts the, fi- well, Monday's the 15th. Correct. 14th would be the uh, Bethesda conference, and then we'll, we'll, we'll have a huge mm-hmm. wrap-up show. Start sending week. us your predictions. Yes, definitely. Over the next couple of weeks, we'll be reading them out. I know that we're going to have some sort of E3 prediction show, and, uh, you know, I'm sure that Jackie's going to talk about 2013 Rayman again and Sweet. her predictions. Yes. So yeah, definitely send us a uh, send us your your thoughts, your predictions, your hopes, your dreams for whatever they're going to announce at E3. Pine mm-hmm. the sky to like I think they're going to talk about Fallout, which we know about. Yeah, I, I mean I think at this point you could put money down on that one. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And that's going to do it for us, guys. Sweet. Uh, let's do a little bit of housekeeping before we get out of here. We are Talking Games. You can find us on Twitter at Talking underscore Games. You could email us anything you want at TalkingGamesPC at gmail.com. You can find us at TalkingComicBooks.com where there is a plethora of podcasts for you. Uh, All the Twitter accounts for them at TalkingComics, at the underscore Misfits, at MoviesTalking, and at TalkingValiant. There is also the special edition feed uh, for Talking Comics where you can find Comics and Coffee. And also backup stories with this handsome gentleman and myself. Yes, yes. Uh, we do a comic book video show where we sit and talk about things we like, and mm-hmm. we agree on way too much, way too many things. Well, that's because we read and enjoy the same kinds of books. Yes, but it's fun. It is a good time. Yeah. Uh, I actually don't think we're going to have a show this week because most likely I'm going to have a baby. You're having a baby? No, I know. Uh, yeah, but I mean, we'll work something out. We'll I'll, sit and, I'll sit and talk by myself into the camera. You should definitely bring Jackie in just to get her on camera, see how much she likes that. Uh-huh. I'll bring Jackie and Luke. There you go. Throw him on and interview Luke. Ah, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, my personal Twitter is at Jorok, J-O-R-O-A-K. Mm-hmm. And mine is at Dusk1020. Until next, guy, until next time, guys, goodbye. Bye.